You know what that is, Cody Berry? I do know what that is. That is Heath Sanders. We went Adam Sanders last week. We'll go Heath this week. <laughs> I like it. It's a good song. I don't even know if this is legal to do. It's probably not. But since we know them, they'll help us get out of our problems if we get in a bind. We hope. We hope. I feel like if we get in a bind for this, it's a good thing. That means there's a lot of people listening. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. We'll deal with it when it comes around. Yeah. Is that one of those ask for forgiveness? Absolutely. I didn't know. (laughs) We ain't ain't making money off of it, right? We're no, (laughs) not that I know of. (laughs) You would be accurate. (laughs) Sing it, Heath. That's a good song. It sounds so good, man. Stop that right there. Speaking of them attaboys, <laughs> we've been doing this on the, the giving people attaboys on our conference calls through the roadcaster here. Right. And uh, I think we need to let people know what that sounds like. Attaboys? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's give Heath Sanders an attaboy right there. Attaboy, Heath. <laughs> Heath Sanders, ladies and gentlemen. One of his newest songs that's out on it's iTunes really good. called Proud. That's an awesome song. So what Cody was referencing is we've been um, livening up. Be the bodies back in the house, by the way. Um, hey, hey. Um, we have been adding a little bit of a new element of, of excitement to our conference calls with our teams lately, B. Yeah. And so when we give people attaboys. Y'all run the whole conference call through the roadcaster? You're dang yeah. right, we did. So <laughs> well, today just, was do you do that every week? Well, we just started with our team, so we have multiple calls a week. We have one with just our marketing team, and then we have a we have a, every Friday we have a State of the Union call with our whole team, right. which is a bunch of people. And so we introduced them to the roadcaster uh, this week. <laughs> so how do y'all do the – do y'all just do a multi – just – or do y'all use some kind of service like WebEx or something? No, no, no. So, so we just have a, a conference call line, and then like you got a number, you yeah, dial we got in. a number, yeah. we dial in, we got a code. But yeah. me and Cody just Bluetooth my phone to the roadcaster. I got you. And so then we have access to all of our funnies. I got you. Yeah, Mark loaded. <laughs> <laughs> he actually requested a Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, he said, "Can y'all mix in Eye of the Tiger next time?" So about thirty seconds later, Cody chimed in with. No, that Eye wasn't of the me. Somebody did that on their oh, phone. Oh, I thought that was you. No, I had it pulled up, but somebody started on their phone. So well, that's I, why the quality wasn't the same then. Right now, it makes sense. Yeah. I, well, I got it queued up, though, for next, for next time. time. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, we like to have a good time in the state of the country we're in right now. Anything fun, we got to chime in on it. So No kidding. Hey, we got some good things on tap for the podcast today. If you're new today, welcome to the Tour 12 podcast, where we are always entertaining ourselves, at least, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if we're entertaining anybody else, but we're having a good time. I have a feeling people are listening just to see what we're doing. <laughs> well, we don't even know, so... <laughs> But anyway, so I got a few things on tap today we're going to discuss. We're going to end with, I'll go in reverse, we're going to end with the benefits of coronavirus. People are like, That's man. a great topic, right? Yeah. There's got to be a, there's positives in everything, right? We're going to talk about uh, a little bit of turkey scouting. B's been doing, he's been trekking. B, hey, you going to find a turkey that you can take me to shoot? <laughs> That, that's what I'm interested in. 
<laughs> already. You're about so you're probably number eight on the list right now. That's asked me that same well, question. Go ahead and move me on up to number number two. I, I ain't right even after you. Yet. I ain't even asked him yet. We got a TV show together, and I ain't even asked him yet. I'm way behind. I'll be, I'll be a guest shooter on that episode. So we're gonna talk a little turkey scouting. We're gonna talk about now. We are the champions. That's right. Oh, we are. We, we have cue pulled, that song up. <laughs> we have pulled off Cinderella story on the Waypoint. What was it called? The Waypoint um, Best of the Best Challenge. Yeah, it got heated. Was it last week? Is it? Yeah, it was the last week we we won? Right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been going on for, I guess, a couple of weeks, the competition between Waypoint's top eight hunting shows, mm-hmm. and I ain't going to lie, there were some big dogs in there. There was. And I ain't going to lie, I didn't know that we'd make it to the finals, but somehow, the good Lord was shining down on strutting bucks, and, oh, you got it queued up, Cody? Oh, you might, might as well get ready to sing it, bud. So, I ain't singing nothing. This is but, the karaoke version. Oh, man, you're on a roll today. Uh. Oh man, I'm feeling the victory. Cheers, on. guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who wants to sing? Because I got the lyrics and everything. Not, that'd be you, because no. you got the lyrics. Yeah, Ain't I happening. Sing. sing it, Cody. Uh uh-uh. uh. I want to hear it. No, we're entertaining people. Come I on. I just want to get to the chorus. <laughs> you gonna sing the chorus? Heck no. Come on, dude. No. This is entertainment at its finest. Uh, yes. There you go. Oh no, I just it just came out. And it was flat. Oh, no. <laughs> this has gotten stupid. But we are the champions. We're celebrating today in the midst of no sports. <laughs> you know what's funny? I don't know, B, if you agree, but we kind of, we didn't, number one, we didn't ask to be in that competition, but somehow we made it. Yep. I'm going to guess we were the eight seed. Maybe we weren't. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how they seeded this deal, which they didn't actually seed it, but... <laughs> <laughs> but we kind of got story, in, we kind of got into it first round. We were like, okay, let's whatever happens happens. I mean, y'all were. I was not. I was like, no. He oh, was you staying. were all in from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I get a text at like eleven forty five one night. You believe they did that? We're gonna win this thing. <laughs> oh man! It, it, but by round two, it escalated a little bit, and. By round three, we was we already had the bullpen lined up. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I ain't told B what it cost us yet, but <laughs> I still don't know. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's just best you not know. <laughs> What'd you promise? Oh, I didn't promise nothing, but I had to. I'm telling you. What'd so. you give up? <laughs> what are we not getting this year that we usually get? <laughs> oh, so. I might not have been worth it to me. Hey, it probably wasn't to you, but. <laughs> I, I've had about <laughs> everything Dude, that's I, coming. You're going to take pictures with it, use it in the field, and send it to send somebody it straight else. Back. And send it on to somebody else. So, oh my gosh. This is what's so funny. We're not going to have equipment to use this. You year. should see me. I gave away the farm. Here's the, what's funny is I've gotten multiple phone calls since we won this thing. <laughs> One of them was from my friend Josh Kinzer, and we've known each other for a pretty good while now. And he called and he's like, Dude, I got to tell you something. I said, what? He said, I had no idea you were so competitive. <laughs> I was like, that's why I don't get in crap like this. Because I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I like it, but I don't like getting in nothing I can't win. And so I'm not getting in a whole lot of these on, if I can keep from it. Because one, it's very time consuming. It's like, you don't get to the World Series without playing the game. <laughs> <So> True. 
And so uh, let's, this wasn't on the line item, but you you want to give away the secrets to winning the national championship I mean, for all future shows coming that's, forward? That's up to you. I mean, it's, it's kind of obvious how you win, but it, it comes down to how much influence do you really have? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, it really does. Mm-hmm. I told another caller that I had this week <laughs> that was talking about the same thing. I said, look, we might have been the eight seed, but here's how I look at it. We, we're like dark horse, dude. You know what I mean? Like, well, nobody knows how big an elephant you are in the room. <laughs> until, until, until something gets you motivated. <laughs> hey, at the end of the day, it comes down to influence. And we don't tap into our influence. We don't ask very much. We don't very ask often. for much. But if we need to. We will ask. We've, we've given enough. <laughs> in a enough, big way. We, I guess. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, we haven't got to that part of this conversation yet. We, we, we give a lot in our line of work. We, we go above and beyond mm-hmm. help. And we don't do that in an effort to say, you owe me. Yeah. But if we need to go there. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. People don't hesitate to help out, right? And so, this is how you win the national championship. <laughs> this I just is, hope nothing comes along here in the rest of the year where we actually get something when we win because we're, we're burning all our stuff up. <laughs> no more competition. Over an internet competition. <laughs> oh, God, I hate losing, dude. I'm telling you, I can't sleep if I think I'm going to lose. So, you got to think about it. It's like, you know how we are as sports fans with no sports right now. Think about this beat, how bad Arkansas is in everything except baseball and track. We're getting better at basketball, football. We got a ways to go, but you think about how it's, sports is interesting to me because I think about this a lot. When I'm, I'm, I was actually listening to a, yesterday. They were playing back some old hog calls on on the local network, statewide network here. And man, I, I caught myself grinning from ear to ear because I can remember the moment when oh, that yeah. play happened or whatever. Oh yeah, they had, you know, they dug deep in the archives because they were pulling out when we beat Alabama. Yeah, that was like freaking fifteen years ago. <laughs> well, they pulled out when we beat Alabama and they were ranked number one several years ago. And uh, but I caught myself grinning like I was in the moment, and I'm like, at the end of the day, there ain't one player or parent or coach in that whole arena that knows who we are cares that I'm smiling at that moment or cheering for them or whatever Mm -hmm. but we catch ourselves getting caught up into it and so I do that with just sports in general whether it's baseball or you know my my lonely cowboys or they wear me out they're so high drama so we're never going to win a Super Bowl ever again either (laughs) but um, you catch ourselves getting caught up into it with teams that we like and so that escalates about 45 times for me when it's our team Cause like we we're winners, B. Uh, try to be. <laughs> I mean, I try to be. Like I do not want to. I, I would be so mad right now if we lost. Like I would still be sulking about it. <laughs> but I'm not. You know why? Because we're winners, B. <laughs> we're gonna do whatever it takes to That's freaking hilarious. win the game, dude. If we're gonna be in the game. Runners up, first loser. Take it or leave it. That's the truth. I don't want to be a runner up. I, I want to win. And so, this is how you win. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> this is for all of our friends that are in the TV business that may find themselves in a competition. You better have some dang influence to throw oh, around yeah. and you pull it if you're going to win. Because it's one thing to get a like on a con- on a on a post. Anybody will click like for people you don't even know. But to get people to go to another page 
follow it and then comment on it. That's another funny conversation is walking people through. Oh my gosh. I don't know how many people I learned how to use Instagram on during this deal. Dude, I called my mom who is like, like Instagram illiterate. Like, like, so she's like, okay, how do I vote? Read it. I was like, I was like, just read the comment under the picture. Here's an even funny one. So I thought my mom was bad trying to walk her through how to vote. This is hilarious. Then um, Aaron Keller calls me. Oh Lord! And I said, from Big and J, I said, Aaron Keller, I said, I'm unFacebook friending you if you don't vote right now. He's like, well, Dad Gum, how do I vote? So I got him on it, which he's got an Instagram account he's had for years and he's never posted one time. He's like a <laughs> stalker, I guess. <laughs> This is how funny Aaron was. I had to walk him through how to, yeah, because each vote count, you could kind of vote twice. You had to like their comment, and then, decide, you had to comment. and then you had to comment. So it counted as two votes. So I finally got him to where he learned where to click the like for the right show. Mm-hmm. Then I said, okay, now you got to comment and type at Strut and Buck. That joker types in the word at. A-T. A-T. <laughs> Strutting book. I said, are you stupid? I said, Aaron, like, we run their social media. I said, you're never running social media for your company. I'm just telling you, whether it's us or somebody else, it's not ever going to be you. Because <laughs> you're not doing well. And so that was a whole learning curve, which added to the drama of our life and took away from our workload that we should have been doing during the week. But... um so, so when it got down to the finals, now I'm, I, I don't mind giving this because there's still a strategy to winning the national championship, even if people take my advice right now or our advice. Mm-hmm. There's still a strategy because if you're in a bracket play, then there's multiple rounds, right? Absolutely. You can't throw all your cards in. Oh yeah, you can't burn everything can't, in the first round. You can't burn up the bullpen. Uh-uh. So here's here was my theory, B. We had. We won by how many votes? 187, I think. Which, by the way, the boys from Breaking Point, I want to just throw it out there. They got a good following. Sure do. There's no doubt. The competition was a blast. It was all good fun. Um, But at the end of the day, it comes down to you got to have a strategy to offset their strength. Mm -hmm. They they got up there. I guess they're younger guys. And if B-Point guys, if you happen to be listening to this, Y'all should have got on here if you are listening. We should do a podcast together. But absolutely, it was an awesome competition. But we knew they had a good social media following. We're old dudes. So getting us to get guys on Instagram is like. Yeah. Our folks don't want. Our guys are typing yeah. the word add in for the exactly. ad sign. Exactly. <laughs> we, were, we were like behind. That's why we were eight seed because we knew the, the audience we had to work with. Just kidding. So the strategy was if we make it to the finals, if we can get there. Then we gotta we gotta make sure the bullpen's ready to go. Mm-hmm. So I called Matt Nugget Honey Bun Nugget who works with us, and I said, Matt, I said I got a strategy. I said I got a, I got a couple guys in the bullpens, got a couple closures if we need them. <laughs> I said I just hope they're on their A game today. We're talking baseball, you know, baseballisms. And uh, so he, Matt calls me or texts me back, and he said, I just talked to the bullpen coach. He said, son, he's throwing harder than I've ever seen him throw in his life. <laughs> I'm rolling, dude. And uh, so our, our bullpen was our brands, that we, part of our brands that we work with. Right. And um, and all of them were incredible. And we'll, they were like, dude, whatever we got to do, mm-hmm. we're in. Just tell us what you need. And that's where it comes down to you got to have some influence. It's, it's beyond just getting fans to go do something. That's, Absolutely. That's one thing. But it turned into being a great competition. Um to kind of offset um you know the time we're in with no sports and just having mm-hmm. fun 
getting getting more than just the fan base involved seeing manufacturers come on and get yeah, behind absolutely kind of get behind the game um some people got some incredible products out of it with bows and pallets of feed and um what else did we have we had some us uh, bipods yeah so my my strategy was we got to have some guys in the bullpen and so we i had we used four of our like we made it through the first rounds with our ace like the first two rounds we we just our, our main our main thrower pitcher you know he got us through nine innings we won but we needed some closures on this last round yeah we about, did about three of them <laughs> but i didn't know how many we needed so i had four set up on standby mm-hmm. we uh we obviously work with kendall and uh that one kind of come out of nowhere she called needing something <laughs> hey by the way i said hey no. <laughs> i said this is good time and i said i need a favor she goes oh god what do you need <laughs> and so uh she did throw a kink and a wrench in her post though yeah you saw that she's like and the guys are going to produce my short oh, film yeah, series for, for free, free. Yeah, i don't know where that come from that was inaccurate but um so so kendall helped us out that was one expedition come on and i really honestly thought that would be enough one or two you know reliever, mm-hmm. relievers but it wasn't enough you could literally watch the voting if you you probably didn't keep an eye on it like i did i know you didn't <laughs> he's like i don't know i would look at it every couple hours he's so. like i'm fishing dude leave me alone he, he, had, it, he had it pulled up in a window <laughs> i got like notifications set up so i know but no you could go and watch the voting take place and it would be like 100 or 150 votes for one team in a row and you knew somebody just did something Mm -hmm. and i didn't know what they did and so um i don't know if it was matt or somebody somebody (laughs) texted me like well they're giving away decals (laughs) (laughs) so they brought they brought in a reliever is basically what happened to combat our reliever so i brought in another reliever (laughs) i didn't know i'm like man bud you ain't throwing good enough we're gonna get you out of here and get somebody else in he's he's texting me at like 10 (laughs) o'clock Hey, you make another graphic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we literally, uh, what did we win by? One hundred and thirty something votes or something? something between one hundred and thirty and one hundred and eighty something like yeah, that. So, I, don't know. I will just tell you, I won't give all the eggs away, but we had a lot of closures on standby if we needed more, and uh, it took that to win. There's no doubt. Just on initial, if it had just been fan for fan. The boys would have took us. I'm going to say that. I, th- I think. Yeah. I think the way it was going, and they jumped out hot, boy. I think. I mean, just uh, it's fan bases. <laughs> I mean, and getting them. What, get, but you got to remember, our fan base is probably quite a bit older. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's and it was on Instagram. Now, if mm-hmm. it had been on Facebook, it might have been a different deal. I don't know. That's a good point. Because more of our audience <laughs> is on Facebook. Point. Half of theirs probably don't even have Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> They're on Snapchat and Instagram. TikTok. I'm guessing TikTok. Yeah, I ain't even never even logged into that so it was a lot of fun and um i, I i'm assuming they're going to do this every year i don't know if i can handle another year we might <laughs> i don't retire. know we may just need to be can we just like, retire yeah, out on top just i mean i ain't scared to defend our title we but. reserve the right to hold our title of the first <laughs> ever winner so and just be good with that <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put that on our business card from now on. Hey, <laughs> yeah, we can just make a little graphic for yeah. it logo. Hey, I told Cody I've been in two national competitions in my life. Won both of them. Two and zero, oh, baby. Yep. Now the second one was obviously more of a team effort. It's our team, 
but still, I was involved. So in my mind, I'm good with that. I can go to the grave now and be like, I'm undefeated <laughs> in this industry, dude. <laughs> oh, it was a lot of fun, man. It was uh, it was entertaining for sure. It was all good fun. It was all fun, and I love this industry, man. It's um, it is competitive, but because at, at the end of the day, a lot of you know when it comes down to shows, everybody's fighting for the same dollars. Absolutely, they are. It's a small pot to pull from, mm-hmm. looking for sponsors and, and you know paying for the shows and all that. And so it was fun. It was it was fun to see what Waypoint put on. Um, I will say this: in our time we've worked with Waypoint TV, they've been awesome, man. I mean, as far as as far as the networks that that we. Uh, have worked with and we've we worked with a little on at some level with all of them um but when it comes down to just you know personal relationship and they're awesome man. they're awesome melissa and builder and, and the crew that's over there that runs that operation have been first class in everything they do and been a lot of fun to work with and we've been we've been working with them for i guess i don't know well, several kind of from almost, the beginning yeah. really when since i started getting into the hunting side of things yeah. you know yeah we were one of the first shows mm-hmm. one of the first ones to come on with them yep and it's been a great relationship so for sure anyway we can leave that little line item alone now since we won we win we win we're not going to throw it out there and rub it in but we won <laughs> done <laughs> Uh, let me tell a little backstory of that because we didn't start this. We did not start the um, the 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 trash talking and stuff. Oh no! Yeah, I don't know. They put something on Instagram, <laughs> shooting a turkey or something in the head. This is what let me give strutting you some, bucks gonna look like when we get a hold of them tomorrow. This or is something. the backstory. This is the backstory. I, I told somebody this is gonna sound awful, but it's it's our podcast. We can say what we want to say. I guess. What are you doing, Cody? You got he's cold. He's then gone and got Matt's noise blanket. I wish out. I had a video. You got the air Cody the, Cody the producer, man. I'm taking a picture and posting on our story. This is Cody the producer, man. Oh, let me get that razor back. Hold oh, on. No, you look so not male. It's freezing in here. Sixty five degrees. I ain't ever had my air conditioner at my house on sixty five hey, degrees. That's how we roll kills germs I, I, yeah i feel like i'm at a hospital <laughs> corona can't survive up in this office <laughs> i walked in this morning and the, it was like 50 degrees outside and the air conditioner's rolling yeah oh god <laughs> i don't think it shut off since i got here yeah that's hilarious you totally sidetracked me um so so i didn't know i think cleed our new york buddy cleed he sent this text to us to the team and it was a picture of uh their facebook or instagram with this post yeah that said this is what's going to happen to strutting bucks in the finals tomorrow you know what it kind of reminded me of it was a slow motion turkey headshot to what it was well i know but it was a slow motion yeah thank you for because you can't see what we're talking about it was a slow motion it was actually an awesome clip <laughs> it really it was phenomenal. Was high speed you could like dang near see the pellets you could hitting, see it hitting yeah. the bird's head and cleed sends us this clip <laughs> and said that's real cute <laughs> shooting a turkey's head off with a shotgun and all and he sends this clip of, of him I guess it was Cleed shooting it wasn't it I guess so basically ear holing this turkey in the side of the face <laughs> with a bow yeah it was unreal <laughs> and so um, it was um, it was a classic them boys are out right now trying to shoot a turkey with a, gun, with a bow they may be I don't know I, I hope they're successful I mean <laughs> 
and I'm going to just throw this out there. I don't know that Cleet did it on purpose, but we're going to act like he did. Because <laughs> it was an awesome shot. It looked like it anyway. <laughs> it looked like he did. I mean, TV, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Man, I'm hilarious. sure he was shooting at his, uh, you know, mid mid center turkey. I don't know. It was it was Jake's. It was, was a it? group of Jake's. So I mean, I was always if you're going to shoot a Jake, guy, shoot him in the head. Well. Nevertheless, it was successful, and it was what was funny was seeing. That's the game me and Johnny used to always play. Oh yeah, yeah. What was funny was seeing some of the the fan base. Cody and I think talked about this last yeah. week, getting into it a little bit. Back and oh, forth. Yeah. Back and forth. And we had somebody comment <laughs> Bunch on of our high school kids on our page and said, "All I gotta say is, can you talk? Can you match that <laughs> to that video post?" I'm like, "Oh Lord, it's getting deep. <laughs> Social media is getting deep." Uh, it was fun. It actually was a lot of fun. We're horsing around and joking about it. And uh, I guess, I mean, it may not have been as fun if we didn't win, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we would be, well, We hey, we talked on previous podcasts. We might be, you know, soaking our wounds. It's easy to say it was fun when you're the winner. <laughs> <laughs> it actually was fun. It was, it was fun I'm seeing. Just joking. It was fun to me, I guess, in the big picture. Of to seeing, see everybody. Just come seeing everybody come. Yeah, just yep. to come on and support from fan base to, to brands. Um, it really was cool. And, and people benefited from it, you know, yep. Yep. in what started out as a game turned into something yep. that, that people actually benefited from with people getting bows and um i don't know i just thought it was cool so here's what's going so I don't, at the very end of it they were like giving away hunts and stuff i don't know if you saw that Mm-mm. i didn't see that yeah they were pulling bullpen guys out too oh wow um they were giving away decals they did they did it smart though they had a you know in, in quotes if we win we're going to make every single voter a, a decal or whatever that's smart because that'd been a lot of mailing. Because they had a lot. Oh of wow, yeah. They had a lot of votes, <clears throat> and uh, but you know it was fun seeing it all come together, um, and seeing people get to benefit from it. At the end of the day, the outdoor industry, we really are one big family, mm-hmm. and we want everybody to be successful. We do like to win, but even if we wouldn't have won, we'd still be probably hacking on ourselves about how we're not very good. Oh, definitely. But Cinderella, <laughs> the dark horse. Comes through in the end, B-Hunt. That's right. And it was, I'm going to say this, it was way more challenging for us because we did have to train our audience on even how to use Instagram. Oh, yeah. Part of them. Multiple sessions of training. <laughs> I called B one day and he was like, he was so flustered. Can you say that word, flustered? Is that a real word? Because mm-hmm. he had just got off the call with trying to explain to somebody oh, yeah. our age how to vote on Instagram over at Waypoint Hunt. <laughs> oh, speaking of hunting, B, you've been scouting the woods. I have been. You have. Yes. So turkey season is upon us, and we can't go anywhere. No, we're we're <laughs> we're locked down to Arkansas this year, baby. Back where it all started. <laughs> like it or not, it's mm. all we got right now. It kind of stinks, you know, because we we had plans to hunt Nebraska. We could have hunted Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, could have probably we, gone to Kentucky if we wanted. Kentucky, to. and we we had a we had a date set in Kansas this year. And all of it's just gotten shut down. Yep. And so we're back home. And what's it been like getting back out in, on public it's ground? It's been fun, man. I've enjoyed it. Have you? I have. Um, I hadn't worked for a turkey like this in Arkansas for a while. <laughs> and we hunted some public land last year and got on a few <clears throat> birds. But this is the first year that I've really known I'm going to have to dedicate my entire season to hunting turkeys here. And, I mean... We don't have any private land that's got any turkeys on it. You got a little piece of private land up there that's got a few turkeys a few on, it, on it, but 
I mean, I don't have anything that I deer hunt private wise that has a turkey anywhere close to it. So, I mean, it's all public land in the mountains and in the the, bottoms. Was the last turkey, I I think it was for me, that we killed in Arkansas when me and you doubled that time? Or was there one after that? Remember me and you doubling that time? Mm Mm-hmm. It was an awesome hunt. Yep, that was over there. I was filming. Yeah, there, Glover's got a house built on that now. Yeah, ain't no good <laughs> right now. <there. laughs> yeah, he had a buddy that had some ground we used to hunt on, and I was filming B that day. We had a couple birds working, and he killed one, and we swapped right there on the spot. Oh, really? And doubled up. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It was awesome. So uh, maybe that's what we can do next week. You can take me. You shoot the first one. <laughs> so so the, uh, it's it's uh, shifting well, real fast. No, I'm good, but I got a buddy of mine, Robbie Shavers, who's been with me every step of the way, finding all this stuff. Listen, and, I know and Ro- some Robbie, of it is his. I know Robbie listens to this, and he'll be okay with it. So <laughs> take one for the team. He's number one. <laughs> and then our cameraman, he's bringing his shotgun oh, too. You know, I've done been on some. It. <laughs> I've been on some filming. Be, After that, anything goes. It'll be like Matt when he was filming waterfowl stuff with us down in Texas. He ain't every, even time, <laughs> every time I looked over, that Joker had a gun in his hand. Yeah, I was like, you're supposed to have a camera, boy. <laughs> so now we got we got a. If they'll hang around, as of two days ago, we had a few birds hanging around mm-hmm. on our place. There's a few turkeys around this year. It's definitely. I feel like right now that it's better than it was last year, better than it's been in several years. I yeah. mean, the sign I've been seeing and, and the amount of turkeys I've heard already, um, it's it's there's some turkeys around. Let's talk about now, it. Now, nobody's working because this coronavirus stuff, so there's a lot of freaking people, too. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of people calling yeah. each other. Yeah. So, <laughs> number one, be careful if you're hunting out sure. your public land, but... Yeah, I mean they're going to get an education pretty dang quick. Yeah, because yeah. in Arkansas it opens on Monday, mm-hmm. and so typically people are working. So if you mm-hmm. take vacation or don't have to work that day, you get in the woods before everybody else. Yeah, so, yeah. so let's talk about turkey pressure real quick. Okay. Here's what I'm dealing with. You know, we got the new ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this is just might be relatable to people. I don't know. You can give us some advice or give us some wisdom, Doctor B. Oh gosh. <laughs> so we got this new ground, and we've been slowly trying to get my previous land guys that leased our land for cattle we've been getting their cattle moved over to their land and building new fence rows so i've been up there helping clean fence rows and it's going well fences are pretty much up we still got a few cows over there but yes yesterday or the day before yesterday i've gotten to know my neighbors pretty good now because i've been helping them they all we they ought to like me a lot i've only cleaned <laughs> probably a mile of fence rows so far for them but this is how I know we're getting to know each other pretty well. Because Herman, my neighbor, he uh-huh. called me yesterday and he said, "Hey, he's an older guy. He's awesome." He said, "Hey, do you boys turkey hunt?" I said, "Yes, sir, we do." And he said, "Well, I was over here." He said, "I don't know if it's us hammering or what, but about one o'clock, he said one hammered down over there in the middle of your property." Yeah. And I said, yeah, we got a few over there. I said, I'm hoping they hang around. But for him to call and tell me, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh, to have one hammering at 1 o'clock, he was yeah. like the old timer. You know, he was like, now, if they're hammering at 1 o'clock, he said, I'm going to guess that boy's ready to get hunt. Oh, yeah. You know, be hunted. Yep. And so, but my dilemma is, because we've been all up and down these fence rows, which goes right up between our two properties where these turkeys use this ridge. And I'm just wondering... 
I mean, so far they hadn't left, and there's been a lot going on up there. What do you feel like – how do you feel like turkeys respond to pressure like that? You're more um, more serious than I am, so. as So, I don't think that kind of pressure bothers turkeys that bad. They're used to it. They're used to people being up there hollering and calling cows and banging on equipment. That's a farming area right tractors there. Those pe- they're that. used to tractors running running through there. They may move out of the way while that's happening. They just may ease up in the woods and – it might be an hour, but yeah. when it comes back down, they'll sift back out. Where turkey pressure really, what I consider pressure on turkeys is when they're called to and then something happens. Yeah. Then they get pressured and they're not as apt to come to a call anymore. Yeah. But just movement through a property or working on a property, especially in farm country, those turkeys see that all year long. They're yeah. not, that doesn't, that's not going to make them move out of the area and go somewhere else. Yeah. You've got clover in them fields. you got water there. There's hens around. They're going to be there. Yeah. Now, they may move off if there's commotion going on, or they may go over two fields. Yeah. Or they may go up in on a ridge and sit until everything calms down and then sit back out. But it's bothering the it, it, you as a turkey hunter. It's bothering way more than it's bothering. Well, that's, I guess that's why it's bothering me because it is a fairly small piece of property, and I'm like, and that'll save a lot of turkeys' lives because hunters will get frustrated with that and leave. Yeah. Whereas if you just sit down under a tree out there in the middle of your property and eat a sandwich and take a nap and let all that go away and then all of a sudden at one o'clock pow he gobbles throw me one of them walkers game here and then and then you can go to him you gotta be out there though yeah that's the deal is a lot of guys are already gone yeah. Mm-hmm. By the time, it yeah, they really just do early hit. morning, and then and those midday turkeys. If you when they gobble, when I mean, you can kill them. They're ready to go. They're, they don't have him. That's why they're gobbling. Yeah, because they don't have anybody with them, and they're lonely. So they have had all morning, and now they've all left and gone to nest. Yeah. And when they leave, when they come, when they look up and everybody's gone, that's when they start gobbling again. Yeah. And they won't do it all afternoon, but they'll do it for a little while. There. Right. I know for me, the, the turkey hunt, I, my favorite way to turkey hunt is, or part of it, there's obviously a lot of different ways, but is finding those birds on the roost mm-hmm. the evening before. Mm-hmm. The anticipation you experience the next morning going in, it's like, mm-hmm. dude, it's game on yep. if you know where they're at. Roost hunts are, I mean, that's the classic turkey hunt. Right. You know? Um most of the time they don't work out (laughs) most of the time because there's either hens there that you didn't know about or you know there's something in between you and the turkey whatever you know it's just it it seems like those uh slipping in on one on the roost and and everything you know and him flying down and walking to you and all that um it happens a lot but and part of it depends on where you're at. Like for us, True. our place that we had our property in Kansas mm-hmm. was awesome. For the, if they were there, you know they were, they there, were dropping yeah. in that field first thing, Absolutely. and then working their way back. And that, the woods. but that kind of goes back to the woodsmanship and knowing a piece of ground and where. Yeah. That's like this morning. I I heard some turkeys this morning, and they were in a spot that I didn't know. I didn't. I hadn't heard any there yet, and I was on another finger ridge over from them and they were gobbling across from me so i spent the next 45 minutes trying to figure out how to get to where they were 
as easy as I could and I finally got and figured out how to get back in there and then I slipped back in there and looked around a little bit just to, so I could kind of see what was back there how the land lays that way if those turkeys are in that position again I can get to them yeah. or I have a better chance of getting to them anyway yeah um that's as much about that's as much as turkey hunting as calling is is yeah. you know knowing what the how they use the the land and what it looks like and the longer you hunt a piece of property the easier it is you yeah know? Mm-hmm. so our season kicks off monday mm-hmm. youth season actually kicks up this weekend and we're not youth so it stinks for <laughs> us but um let's talk about what's your strategy like uh when you start you you let's talk calls for a minute because you you've obviously used them all but what's yeah. what's your go-to mouth call oh diaphragm 90 percent of the time just because you can keep your hands yeah. free and mm-hmm. and so i can make easier. every vocalization yeah that a turkey makes on it um i'll use a friction call when it gets windy and loud but most of the time i'm mouth call you very seldom use box call very seldom. It's, if it's windy and loud um if i'm looking for turkeys like if i'm looking a lot of times i'll use a box call just because i mean they will some of them will gobble at it and won't gobble at a mouth call yeah it's just the way it breaks and the way it sounds and the Mm -hmm. pitch of it is just yeah sometimes they'll make them gobble when other something else anything else won't so i always got it with me um i always have a couple different kinds of slate calls with me yeah but 90% of the time, everything I shoot with a mouth call. Yeah. You know, calling so funny. I'm a, I have no pride in my ability to call or not call. So, like, depending on who I'm hunting with, if it's B, I don't even bring my stuff. Like, <laughs> like, B's a heck of a caller. Like, I've heard him enough. We've been successful enough. Like, I, I, don't, I don't have to have the pride factor of me calling that bird in. I like shooting them. But now, if I'm with Rusty hunting... Heath's You're going to call? Heath's doing the calling. <laughs> I've been down that road, too, and we killed some birds, but we wouldn't have if, if I, we'd have kept going the direction we were going. It was so funny because we got down there, I guess it was last year, year before last, we were hunting, and he knows this story. We laugh about it now. Actually, about once a year, I send the footage from it because <laughs> we had birds hammering, dude, and his phone goes off, and it ain't on silent. I mean, right in the middle of it. Complete debacle. But when we first got out there, I was like, you call a turkey? He's like, oh, yeah, dude. You know Rusty. He's all, yeah, yeah, everything. So we get out there, and he set in about 10 seconds worth. I said, you need to put them up. (laughs) 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 So I started calling, and uh, it wasn't a few minutes later. He goes, hey, you need to call some more. (laughs) (laughs) So it's funny, you know, depending on who you're with. So I heard it put like this uh, not too long ago. So it's got turkey hunting. a male tur- it's just kind of like going to the bar. Yeah. Whenever you're single and going to the bar, <laughs> the old, ten, the old ten and two theory. Oh, yeah. Ten o'clock, she may not look that good, but at two o'clock, she <laughs> looks real good. It's the same thing with a turkey. Oh, my gosh. That morning, you better sound pretty dang sexy on that call if you're going to pull him away from some of them old ladies that he's with. Yeah. But at two o'clock in the afternoon, that old yonk, yonk, yonk sounds pretty dang good to him. You kill that same turkey later on. That's hilarious. <laughs> so the theory is I'll call in the afternoon to be called in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I've never heard that. You don't have to be a good caller to kill one in the middle of the day. That's funny. <laughs> 
it, it is, you know, some of them birds, man, it, they'll gobble anything. I mean, truck doors. Uh, the one, one of them we, me and Robbie found the other day, he was gobbling at a dog barking. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah. 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That's awesome. We hadn't heard a bird all day and stopped and listened in one last valley, and the dog was carrying on up, way on off, you know. And yeah. He started gobbling at that sucker barking. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm excited about turkey season. I'm, I'm ready to get out and spend a little time out. We're going to hunt, you know, several mornings for sure. I am, too. I've gone and <clears throat> I've put in the time already. Yeah, and I've got to go back to a bunch of places I used to hunt a long time ago and, yeah, you know, find yeah. some new places. and Yeah. There's still turkeys where there was 10 years ago, it seems like. That's awesome. It has been down from what it used to be, though. Oh, it's been way down. I mean, At least back in, when in I was in college, you know, in the late 90s and, you know, 2000, 2001, we had a lot of turkeys. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't I mean, it wasn't nothing to go here, seven, eight, ten turkeys yeah. a morning. Yeah. I was talking with my, my, land, my neighbor next to me yesterday yesterday i believe or day before yesterday and he said Heath, you know 20 years ago them fields you got now he said it wasn't nothing mm-hmm. on a regular basis to drive across here on a tractor and there'd be 10 or 15 mm-hmm. out there in the field blowed up or and it just ain't like that i remember sitting in a little field with my dad one february with a bow bow hunting in the blind yeah and had over 100 turkeys landed in that field and there was at least 30 longbeards in mm. in there wow yeah and one, they were just in a big old giant flock. Of course, it was late winter. They was all grouped up. They was flying off of Petty Mountain, landing in that bottom. Really? Crossing the river, yeah. I ain't seen that in a long time, have No. <laughs> no. I ain't ever seen it again. Unless we was in Nebraska. Yeah. Or somewhere like Boy, that. Boy, I like them Nebraska birds. Oh, Jeremy's posting that crap on Facebook all the time. <laughs> Dude. I this, know right where he's at. This leads me to a funny story. We were last time, I think it was last time we hunted Nebraska. Me and B, me and B were hunting. and We, we were up, working. Well, we, we were there with Waddell <laughs> filming a commercial. But somehow we ended up turkey hunting because turkeys were everywhere. And me and B had some birds coming in. And I, we hadn't killed one, I don't think, yet. Or had we? I'd filmed Waddell and... Uh, Kenneth killing one apiece, but we hadn't even hunted yet. No, I'm not thinking about that. Maybe this was a trip before that then. when I Was it the trip I killed one with a crossbow? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then we were hunting later, and you tried catching that turkey. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That was before <laughs> you shot yours, though. Was it? Uh-huh. I couldn't remember when it was. There Dude. was a Jake that come in there and wouldn't leave and the decoy. he would not leave the decoy, and B's like, hey. I'm going to try to catch this turkey. I'm like, hold on. What did you just say? <laughs> I don't know if that's even legal or not, but, dude, it was hilarious. I got five yards He man. got dang close to it. And I, almost, I was like, what are you going to do when you get him? <laughs> Turn him loose real quick. You're going to get cut to what's going to happen. But it was hilarious. That's an interesting challenge if anybody wants to try it. See if you can catch one with your hands. <laughs> Yeah, it it that dang. was before the fanning days, before everybody before was, reaping and yeah, yeah, yeah. So the last one, at least I killed in Nebraska, was was it last year? Or was that no? My that time was two slipped, years two ago. Years ago. Yeah, yeah. We were there filming a commercial project with Big and Jay. Yeah, we showed him the fan. Yeah, that was my first bird to reap. They'd mm-hmm. been out there reaping, and and uh, me and B got on them and pulled it off. It was a lot of fun. It yeah, was a quick hunt too. Oh, yeah. What was it 15 minutes or something? Mm-hmm. By the time we got saw the birds, got in the truck, and got slipped out there, the whole deal was 15 minutes. It doesn't take long. When they're in the right mood and you show them that fan, yeah. it's going to happen right yeah. now. Yep. 
you know that's a dumb bird for my big butt to be pulling that off. We won't be doing that any this year. <laughs> not, <laughs> not where we're not here. <laughs> yeah, not here. Uh-uh. No kidding. Be a lot of clucking and purring yeah. going on. Well, I, I wouldn't even recommend it this year with Mm-mm. many people's going to be in the woods. Mm-hmm. There ain't no sense in getting Not unless you know where you're at and yeah. who's where and all that. Yeah, because it could get pretty dangerous. But mm-hmm. it is fun watching that. I mean, from behind the fan, it goes down right in your face. You dang right, it does. They're coming to you. Yep, it's awesome. All right, real quick, we got to jump to benefits of Corona. <laughs> we were joking, laughing about this earlier. There's one. There's you one. get to spend more time with your family. <laughs> Good I or mean, bad, we're it gonna is, call uh, it a benefit. Yeah, it's it's. I try to look at the positives and everything, you know, and it, and it's different for everybody. There's no doubt because it is hitting yeah. people hard. Right. I mean, there. Are, I know several people that have lost their jobs, or at least their jobs are on pause, so to speak. And hopefully, they'll get to get back on. But I think they're. You know, I was thinking the other day. Me and my wife were talking about how abnormal it is right now there hadn't for us personally on the business side not a lot's changed with exception of less travel we're still mm-hmm. crazy busy but me and my wife were talking about she saw a post or something that was talking about you know in a, in a world that's not normal when it gets back to normal what part of normal do you really want to go back to exactly and that's that i've thought about that a lot because um we have been able to spend a lot more time with family mm-hmm. doing, doing stuff together yeah, it's different. It's just pros and cons to that, I guess, if you're not used to it. Um, but at the end of the day, those are the people you're closest to, you know, and you want to spend time. Mm-hmm. I know you've been fishing. I've, my daughter's been yeah. fishing. And uh, I mean, I ask mine every day just about, you know. If you want to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that part of it's been cool. Um, we've definitely been able to, you know, with the, with the whole getting away from everybody, been able to be outside more, mm-hmm. um, be in the woods, kind of social distancing with Mother Nature, I guess. But I know I have, which that's pretty normal for us anyway. Yeah. But I'm all about some social that distancing take much on the tractor. Talk me into going to, into the woods. <laughs> or the water. Yeah. Yeah. Or going to the lake. Yeah. God, the boat ramps have been covered up. Uh-huh. That is, I was listening to another podcast the other day, and it, they mentioned this. And, you know, it's it's interesting how different parts of the country are polar opposite with this. With, you know, a lot of your northern states have shut down fishing. Yeah, and I don't, I mean, it's not like you're grouped up at the boat ramp. Yeah. I mean. Other than I, tournaments, which those are shut down too. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. So, They're supposed to be. Yeah. There's a few derbies <laughs> I know going a few derbies going there. on. But, I mean, even at those, you're not, you yeah. know, you're not six foot. You just stay away from, I mean, I'm just, yeah. hey. Back up, dude. But you got some some states that are like talking about fining you if you're caught fishing. Yeah, that's crazy. And then there. you got states like where we're at where they've wiped off. You ain't got to buy a license You ain't got to have a license. Yeah. <laughs> and, every, and I will say, because we live right here on the water, and every time we go by the boat ramp, it's been covered up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it really has been. And I've even had some few conversations with people out on the lake just – from a distance we mm-hmm. get to the same hole or something past each other and we stop and talk for a minute and yep. everybody's just trying to get away there's from nothing you. wrong with that oh, you're no. not going to catch a virus that way <laughs> doesn't work that way <laughs> no but there's the best place you can be is outside yeah no where kidding. the wind's blowing and all that you know yeah and i think the heat helps with it don't it because it was, it was well, i've I, heard that they that think it rumor they theory. yeah they don't know for sure yeah um they're definitely hoping that yeah you know yeah i don't know you know there's obviously way more negatives on this deal than there are positives but i know for us the the family side's been awesome my um i'll tell you a funny story about my daughter my daughter wants to be homeschooled anyway 
<laughs> and so she has been trying through this process, prove to us how much better of a human she can be if she was homeschooled. <laughs> She's doing a pretty dang good job of it, dude. She's like getting up, doing chores in the morning, washing dishes, whatever there needs to be done, doing laundry, working out. She's on a treadmill. She's lifting weights. And then she's doing all of her AMI packets or whatever they are every day in an effort to prove how great of a homeschooled kid she would be. It's well, hilarious. That's, that's, it's been in that part's been interesting too from just for to watch because and I don't know what exactly how much they're getting in the AMI deal that they would be getting if they were in the classroom. Right. But in a half a day, Reese can have her work done. Yeah. And doing something else. I have been told. So, what? I mean. Yeah. What's the point of what, being there all day? What, yeah. I mean, what, I mean <laughs> obviously, there's said. some social aspect to it. Oh, you yeah. Know, um, that is good. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, she kind of enjoys it because she can do her work when she wants to do her work. And yeah. as long as she's still learning the same thing, I don't have a freaking problem with it. Yeah. So, this is funny because that this was brought up to me yesterday. Um, at least in Arkansas, I don't know about every state, but at least here it's different depending on what grades you're in. Mm-hmm. So I've got two close friends. You probably know them, Nathan and Jamie mm-hmm. King, who are both college professors. Very, when I say intelligent, they're like nerds. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've, they know I, Nate knows I call him nerd, and he calls me stupid. But they're very smart. Dude, they're having to spend, because they got younger kids, mm-hmm. I guess their package or waste trying. He said nearly eight hours a day to get through everything. Wow. Because their stuff is so, just so well, much. Well, I'm sure. They're but, younger. Yeah, I mean, it's not, I'm not having to, we're not having to teach Reese right. how to yeah. read and write and do math. I mean, right. she can add, she yeah. can multiply, she can subtract, you know. Yeah. She's basically reading stuff and learning it and, you know, answering questions. Yeah. It would, I, it would be a lot more if she were younger yeah Yeah. but i just thought about like the challenge of that because you've got two very intelligent people yeah that are fortunate to be in a place where they're not having to be at work every Mm -hmm. day so they can but what about the people that are still having to be at work yeah or having to work from home like me those younger kids may be suffering you Mm -hmm. know so it's definitely challenging um but there's definitely the social aspect of it i think there's a lot of value there that's really why the only sure enough reason now because my daughter's a recluse you know riley she she just seemed to be away from everybody <laughs> yeah. i'm a little bit like that too but we encourage her to stay because of the social aspect because she yeah. needs, she needs that definitely you know so it's a uh, it's i would definitely the the negative far outweighs the positive but the way i look at it is there, there are positives and everything you can find them you gotta dig sometimes mm-hmm. pretty hard for them but you know for us it's been it's been pretty good so far. Um, we haven't been affected like a lot of people have. We're, we're thankful for that. But at the same time, um, we're still trying to reach a helping hand to help people out, and mm-hmm. whether it's through whatever, you know. Yep. We need this thing behind us quick. Yeah. It's uh, taking a toll on some people. Yeah. For sure. So, any more benefits we're missing, Cody? What's it been like for you guys? You got a whole house. Y'all can't even social distance. You got too many people. Well, I'll just say it like this. We were we moved into our house t- 
to re and the plan was to remodel it. How many headphones are on your head? <laughs> Man, I'm multitasking over <laughs> Holy here. Holy cow. You're 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 something to look at today between your blankets and multiple headsets. Listen, I'm trying to get stuff done so I can go to the turkey woods with my boys. <laughs> I won't have reception where I'm at, so I can't use a hotspot. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> so we moved into our house with the intention to remodel, right? This was before COVID-19 came to the old USA. Right. Um, what they say, right? Mm-hmm. So um, about two weeks into the remodel, the kids are home from school, which has, they're doing good, but I'm not. It's been challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's like, um, I'm not doing bad. It's just, you you kind of have a plan. Like I was able to sit in my chair and work. And it'd be quiet during the day, and I could get stuff done. And then at night, I was able to go to remodel, you right. know. And um, and so it's just like 100% of my time is if it's not work, it's work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and I enjoy doing it, but it's just a little more difficult with everybody there all day, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but my kids, man, everybody's doing good. My wife did say the other day, I kind of wish we wouldn't have bought the house because if this was. If we hadn't have bought the house, we could have been sitting over in a house that was already done, remodeled. Right. And just, you know. Just the timing. Just yeah. kind of like what you're saying. Yep. Just enjoyed the the time. So the timing wasn't great mm-hmm. for us as yeah. far as that. But um, it's been good because they've helped a lot. You know, we've turned what in Arkansas they're calling it AMI. I don't know if they're mm-hmm. calling it that everywhere. Yep. But we've turned AMI into a home project. Like oh, we're, yeah? we're teaching them life skills. Yeah. They don't, they're going to be able to remodel their, their own houses when they get big. But they've been, they, it's been good. It's just been a little more challenging yeah. uh, for me mentally, I think. Yeah. But yeah, it's sure. good to be at home with them, you know, and uh, see them work. You know, I, I kind of like the AMI personally um, just because I, I did a lot of my schooling, my uh, college education, I did it through distance education. So mm-hmm. it, it kind of set me up to be able to have a good work ethic without having to have somebody, you know, right over my shoulder or, you know, being in a bit in an organization where you could do stuff at home. Yeah. And so I, I've kind of enjoyed it because my kids, I've gotten to see them, uh, say hey this is what i have to do today and then get it done you know yeah. and mm-hmm. instead of you know you know how it is at school you know you kind of wait till the last minute for the most part oh yeah you, you know but I, i've gotten to see them say on monday i'm gonna work from 8 a.m until 10 p.m and i'm gonna do all my AML work for the week you know and if that's what you want to do i'm okay with it yeah you know? well and i you know it, it it further backs up my theory of there's tons of different people out there they work in different ways right and you know we all we because of the age we are grew up and you get up early and you go to work and you work all day and well it ain't really gotta be that way yeah. if you don't operate well in the mornings you probably be better off to sleep till 10 and then work till midnight <laughs> you'll yeah. get a lot more done and it'll be a lot more productive i'm gonna remember that next time we're hunting now that's different <laughs> but me, i'm a way better we cameraman at 11. we can't hunt at night <laughs> Night. And we're missing a lot of stuff in the morning. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Yeah, it's you or think- if you want to get up at four in the morning and get all your crap done, that way you got most of the day to do other stuff. Then yeah, game on. I'm fishing here, but do you ever think this will prove that you know distant learning could be possible in high school, like like it is in college? Could that ever happen? 
I, I don't see why it couldn't. I think at a certain point, I think when you get to the age of Hannah and Gavin, probably yeah. so. They're 16, yeah. just yeah. for reference. Yeah. yeah, Probably so. From 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, mm-hmm. I think you could be able to get online credits for high school. Yeah. Now, I think there's too much hands-on stuff in early education that they need to be in a classroom right. for yeah. when they're learning, you know, yeah. at least through probably middle school. Maurice does really well, but she's the older one in her class, too. Yeah. Um, kind of oh, like Gavin was in his, you yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting thought. I mean, I guess there is some of that with homeschooling that goes on similar to that anyway, because so much yeah. of it's online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a lot of it. I have a buddy who just started homeschooling his child this, I think it was this year, and he's still able to do like the extracurricular stuff with the um, with the local school district, yeah. but everything's online, you know. So he's every, he's doing it all at home, and it's kind of exactly what you're talking about. And he's in sixth grade, so yeah, I think it could be done. Who knows, man? We'll see. We need to wrap this thing up. We got stuff to do. Yep. Y'all got, y'all got anything else left? We've talked about championships. We've talked about turkey scouting. Turkey See what time do I to meet you on Monday morning? <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding, man. I'm totally kidding. That's funny. If you want to be there, be there at my house at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> but you're probably going to get stuck on a second angle camera. <laughs> At least for that first day, anyway. That's fine, man. I'm just messing. All right, we need to wrap this up. Hope everybody's staying safe. If you are turkey hunting, good luck this turkey season. Yep, be safe. Get close to the birds and stay away from people. Mm -hmm. Amen. Make sure you know what you're shooting at. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Well, let's make sure it's a real turkey. So, all right, guys, be safe. Till next time, peace out and God bless.